Welcome to a special edition of Muse Views, the podcast for the Muse community. Muse is 40 years old and we celebrate by visiting with those members who have participated and led the organization over the years. Enjoy these memories. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, TJ Temple. Thank you for joining us today. Today, I'm pleased to welcome a guest that is helping us celebrate 40 years of Muse. Join me as we talk to Chris Baldwin and learn about his experiences with Muse. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks, TJ. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you first became involved with Muse. Well, I've worked in healthcare IT pretty much my entire career. Starting my career, I worked for a number of years at Albany Medical Center in Albany, New York, at which time I was hired into my first CIO position in a hospital in upstate New York, not far from Albany. My first large-scale project was to implement the Meditech healthcare information system. And we learned about Muse as a means to learn from and collaborate with others in order to get the most out of our Meditech investment. And so we started attending the regional and international conferences, and we found great value in Muse at that time. Very good. So are you still with that same hospital, or what are you doing now? No, that was many years ago. I was at the hospital for about eight years, and and uh, I've moved around a bit. I um, I started working kind of up the line, um, CIO at Health Systems. I was the CIO at a, a health system in uh, southeastern Massachusetts. You know, right now, for about the past 10 years, I've been running my own cybersecurity consulting firm, really focusing on cyber in that area. But, uh, you know, certainly many of the lessons and the experiences from Muse were, I've found have applied my entire career. Well, great. So share with us some of the Muse memories that come to mind, whether that's a conference that you went to or some people you met along the way. Sure. Well, some of my most vivid memories, I mean, I worked within Muse for many, many years, but the regional conferences, the international conferences, and I guess notable would be the international travel that I had the opportunity to partake in. I was the Muse uh, international president for two terms. So I had four international trips, two to the United Kingdom and two to South Africa. So, I mean, just South Africa, the, the opportunity to interact with and collaborate with, uh, with peers at that level and get a chance personally to see the country. It was just, just a terrific opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've done a lot of these 40-year uh, celebration series, and, and everyone that's had the opportunity to go to South Africa uh, definitely brings that up and mentions it. So that's very cool you got to do that. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how your career might have been different or, or maybe even how the Meditech landscape would be different if, if Muse had not existed. Uh, yeah, great question. From my career perspective, I, I guess the term, the word that comes to my mind is enrichment. Right? Just the diversity of people that I had the opportunity to interact with across the region, across the country, across you know, U.S., Canada, and then internationally. Um, so you know, I think that is the first thing that comes to my mind. The other thing personally is is just the reality that in healthcare, to make progress, you really have to work with a wide variety of people that with very disparate backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And that's Muse, right? Muse come, you know, people from all walks of life. And and I guess from from the standpoint of, you know, how would, you know, uh, things have been different? Um, you know, to me, Muse, I mean, it started out as, as a vehicle to, to really make product enhancements very collaboratively with Meditech. So the product improved, right? Mm-hmm. And as the, as, the, as the product got more and more mature, that focus became, I think, less important to Meditech and less important to Muse. And, and then so the focus really became more on collaboration and education 
and really not just the software, but even more important, you know, the collaboration and the intangibles that are required to really get the most out of your healthcare IT investments that, that go beyond software and hardware, that go to knowledge, education, experience, implementation, application. Those were the things yeah. that Muse, and I think they focus on those today. And without those, I think the overall environment would not have been what it is today. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Meditech does a great job of showing you how to use the software, but I think Muse really fills in that gap for, you know, how to apply the software and the workflows and, and the staffing models and, and you know, all those nuances that you so greatly articulated there. So great point. So Chris, any best wishes to share with Muse as they move into their 40th and 41st year? Uh, well, certainly. From my perspective, you know, I take a great deal of pride in the contributions that I was able to personally make to Muse but also gratitude for the experiences that that I was able to get through Muse. And, and, you know, geez, because my career has taken a lot of twists and turns, it's been a while since I've really been directly involved in Muse. But I look back and, you know, and I see how, you know, those experiences have been very applicable to my entire career. And so my best wishes for Muse are really to hope that they can continue to fulfill that mission, right, of improving the application of healthcare IT through education and collaboration. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I, I really appreciate your time today. And thank you for your, your volunteering on the Amuse board and, and uh, being a Muse member for all these years. And thanks for sharing your memories today. Oh, you're very welcome. My pleasure. Great Muse memories. You can enjoy this next interview too. Join me as we talk to Brad Block and learn about his experiences with Muse. Brad, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you first became involved with Muse. Well, TJ, I've been in healthcare IT, believe it or not, for 36 years. <laughs> and I got involved with Muse just after joining Doyleston Hospital as director of IT in 1992. At that time, I was new to Meditech and I wanted to learn as much as possible. So tell us a little bit about some of the memories you have from Muse over these many years, whether it's a conference that sticks out in your mind or some people you met along the way. First, I was in awe of how knowledgeable everyone was and how much everyone wanted to help each other. What impressed me next, though, was the work hard, play hard atmosphere. The volunteers were professionals. They, you know, we dedicated countless hours preparing for and working at conferences, but at the same time can party deep into the night. <laughs> but finally, on a more serious side, is the leadership vision from Alan. Many do not know how precarious the organization was in the early 2000s. Mew survived and thrived as a result of Alan's vision for change and his ability to execute. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So, right along your Muse journey, did you serve on any committees or even the Muse board? Yes. Actually, I've done several things. I joined the Muse board. I forget which position, but eventually became president-elect, president, and then had the pleasure to be past president for two years. So I actually got an extra year on the board. Mm -hmm. I also did dozens of um, presentations and two committees that I'm very proud of. One was the one who originated the International Education Exchange, mm -hmm. and the other was the one who originated the CIO um, Executive Forum, both mm -hmm. which I believe are still in existence today. So yes, they are. Uh, yeah, I, I was very fortunate to be involved in a lot of um, volunteer opportunities with Muse. Awesome. 
Well, that's great. We, we appreciate you getting those things going. Those are highlights of the conference for sure. So, Brad, what are you doing now? Are you still in healthcare? Or? Yeah, work-wise, I'm still in healthcare, IT. I work for a company called Dr. First uh, for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. And Meditech is still a big part of our customer base. We are across sure. all EHRs. My current role doesn't have me as uh, deeply involved as it was uh, a previous, but still in healthcare IT. Yeah. And for fun, I'm an ultra marathoner. Oh. I w- love to bring my um, dulcimer to uh, local open mics. And <laughs> I'm also on a mission to play poker in every poker room across the country. So that's <laughs> cool. That's that's me in 2023. <laughs> awesome. That's great. So Brad, just kind of a hypothetical question here, but how would your career or maybe the Meditech landscape in general be different if Muse wouldn't have existed? But the first thing that comes to mind for me is that it may not have had the opportunity to travel to the UK <laughs> and South Africa and to meet um, healthcare IT folks from around the world. Yeah. And the second, I would think, is the relationship that IT professionals who work in Meditech organizations have with each other and with Meditech. Muse mm-hmm. is really a family. And uh, we've, through the years, grown together. And I don't think that community, and especially as it relates to relationship with Meditech, would be anywhere as strong as it is today without Muse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we forget about Muse being truly international. So it's Interesting that you uh, mentioned UK and South Africa. That's cool. Yeah, I was very fortunate. I had, it wasn't officially called the international portfolio, but the role of um, past president is to represent a Muse board mm-hmm. in the international conferences. So the only thing I'll add there is, is I got to attend the Liverpool conference, uh, the MUN conference as past chair of the board as well. And that was a really interesting experience. So yeah, yeah. Um, the Liverpool conference. It was supposed to be at Edinburgh, and I was mm-hmm. really excited about going to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. And then I think about a month or so before, it changed to Liverpool, but that also gave me an opportunity to visit Dublin mm-hmm. um, since I, I was so close. Yeah. But also got to go to uh, South Africa for actually five years in a row. Oh, I wow. represented the Muse board in uh, South Africa, so that was that was fun. Yeah, what a great opportunity. So, Brad, as we kind of wrap up here, do you have any best wishes or or final words for Muse as they head into their 40th anniversary and beyond? Well, I, absolutely. I, I know I'm not anywhere near involved as much as I used to, but I'm so happy that Muse is still going strong after all those years. And here's to another 40. I probably won't be around then, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but here's to another 40. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brad, for your time today and your and your volunteering for the Muse community over these many years. We appreciate you taking part in this series. Thank you. Appreciate being invited. Thanks for listening to Muse Views. Don't forget to rate and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast fix. And visit museweb.org to join the podcast forum and for information about Muse.